Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Just four teams remaining in the NPC semifinals uh, over the weekend. It's uh, coming up with the conferences now crossing over and entering some of uh, a relative unknown, actually. Wellington and Auckland haven't played each other this season. Neither of Canterbury and Bay of Plenty. But uh, both promise to be thrilling encounters. Uh, joining us now is a rugby news editor, Campbell Burns. Campbell, good morning to you. Thanks for your time. Very good morning to you, Ian. Look, uh, Campbell, it's been... Uh, if I look back to the last round of the round robin, where every game mattered, uh, then we look at uh, the first round of the playoffs, uh, uh, unbelievably close games. It's, it's been an incredibly even competition for the most part. It certainly has, yeah. Um, look, it's been um, it, it's actually been fun to watch because although we previously had the Premiership and the Championship, um, I think it was generally acknowledged that the, the bottom sides of the Championship uh, wouldn't be able to compete. But we've seen Northland, um, the, the Taniwha this year, just exceed all expectations. Reach the, they reached the quarters, but not only that, push Canterbury hard in Christchurch in the quarterfinal, which... Uh, you wouldn't have foreseen that back in um, back in August. So, and look, great to have four very close quarterfinals. So that just shows you the parity of the uh, of the NPC, which is pleasing. Well, Wellington are favourites uh, to beat Auckland. Of course, they're hosting them. Um, Wellington have had an incredibly good run uh, of late, and uh, it started uh, the season didn't start that well for them. So, what do you feel has been the secret? What what have they stumbled onto? Yeah, well, it's an interesting thing with Wellington. They've finally found that consistency that, um, uh, that, that's, that's been a problem for them the last few seasons because they've, they've peeled off eight wins in a row and they've done it off the back of the fact they've got some very good players in form. Uh, they've got a, a bench full of impact. Uh, they've got the best hooker in the competition, Asafo Elmore. Uh, they've got a workman-like uh, Ford pack. They've got the best rookie in the comp, uh, Peter Lakai, the number eight, who's just been signed by the Hurricanes for the next three years. Um, and then they've got a choice at halfback between two very good players, TJ Perinara, Richard Judd, um, and then looking out wide, they've got X-Factor, which they can't, that they can't even fit in uh, to, uh, to all those uh, outside numbers there. So they've got guys coming off the bench like Connell Garden-Bashop, who's a very good footballer in his own right. Um, he's had to be content with, what, the number 22 or 23 jersey uh, of late. Uh, Nicky Milner-Scudder, um, are struggling to even get in the 23. So um, they've got players in form, and I think they've, um, they seem to have found a, a happy balance between what the pack's doing and the guys like uh, Xavier Numier and James Blackwell, um, Dominic Bird, these sort of players. They, they, they win their ball at line-out, and uh, the backs have used it well. So, you know, consistency um, has paid off for, for Wellington. 
Right, let's uh, look at uh, what Auckland uh, threatened them with this weekend. Uh, Auckland's loose forward trio has been named with Blake Gibson at six, Nico Jones at seven, Jackson Pugh at eight. Uh, I think that's a key, bat- a key battle because you mentioned Peter Larkai, who's had a, a real breakout season. Uh, you've got Duplessis Kariffi, who never really plays a poor game. So uh, Wellington, uh, that loose forward battle, I think, is, is crucial to this match. It certainly is. Um, Blake Gibson, I mean, he's been used at six most of the season. Um, it's a loss with the injury to Adrian Choate. Uh, but Nico Jones has come back from a from quite a bad head knock a few weeks ago and, and a red card as well. Um, so that's an interesting um, battle here. Jackson Pugh has played quite well most of the season. Um, uh, he's, he's originally from Australia, um, and he, can, he, he wins ball and is, has got a high work rate. So that, yeah, that, 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 that loose, uh, loose battle will certainly be, uh, be interesting, but I think possibly uh, in terms of form, uh, you'd have to think the Lions would have the edge there. In terms of uh, all-black availability this weekend, uh, what are we looking at for these crucial games? Well, yeah, look, I'd like to see Dane Coles play for Wellington. He he is desperately short of game time. Uh, I don't think that is the case. I haven't seen the Wellington side named yet, but uh, Coles is a player. He's had one game off the bench for Wellington and only three games um, off the bench for the All Blacks since July. So he's someone who should be playing in this game. Um, Akira Iwani played last week. I'd like to see him have another run, uh, but he's obviously not involved. Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Uh, should be suiting up at 12 for uh, for Auckland. Instead, they've gone for the Simon Hickey-Harry uh, Plummer combination at 10-12, and I'm not sure how effective that really is. I think Plummer's better at 10, um, and I think Tui Vastashek desperately needs another match, and I think I think he should have been made available for Auckland. So some of these fringe All Blacks uh, should really be featuring, but it sounds as though they won't be. No, I think it's a great shame, actually, uh, to be perfectly honest. I mean, you've just got to be playing. Some of these guys just simply have to be playing rugby, uh, one of whom uh, is the All Black uh, 15 captain in Patrick Torpolotu. Um, he's, it's been hard to gauge him uh, this year, pa- uh, Patrick. Yeah, well, he's, um, he only came back last week. Uh, he started last week, but um, he's had a long layoff with, a, I think, a neck injury, uh, which has prevented him playing for the All Blacks, so he's he's obviously going to um, play tomorrow night uh, for Auckland. He kept him to the All Blacks 15, which is fair enough, but um, yeah, he's, he's just been ruled out with injury. So, again, he's a guy who needs to um, needs to find his feet and get some, some match fitness there because, I mean, where does he rate in the All Blacks pecking order now? Is, is he the fourth or the fifth best lock? Um, be interesting to see, but uh, there's plenty to play for for Patrick. OK, uh, the other game, of course, is uh, Saturday at 7.05pm uh, and uh, Canterbury, of course, have earned the right to host that one against uh, Bay of Plenty. Incidentally, the odds for that, Canterbury are hot at $1.30, Bay of Plenty $3.40, the draw is uh, 21 bucks after 80 minutes. Um, it's been a good season uh, first up for Marty, uh, for Marty Burke and here he finds himself coaching against his uh, old stomping ground. Yeah, that's interesting. He's done very well with Canterbury too. He's... Uh taken over a side that, that's been a bit inconsistent in recent years, but they've, they've uh, gone on an eight-match win streak, Canterbury. Uh, they had to work, they've had to work hard the last couple of weeks. They haven't really hit their straps, but they're playing enough good football and they've got this really compelling mix um, of, of young and old players that they've uh, they've got there. I mean, Luke Romano and uh, Owen Franks in your, in your forward pack uh, and still playing well. And so that means the likes of Dom Gardner and um, Ollie Jaeger and uh, Finlay Brewis must be learning... Uh, you know, heaps off these guys, you know, as they do at the Crusaders. Uh, 
um, as well, certainly in the case of Romano previously. But the, uh, oh, look, I mean, Canterbury, they've just got, <laughs> again, X Factor. They've got some very good players. They've got an ex back in George Bridge who wants to go to, to leave his New Zealand career on a high um, uh, with a championship they haven't had in five years. So Canterbury very much deserve it of uh, hot favourite status and uh, pretty hard to see if they get their game going that the Steamers will beat them. Yeah, interesting though, uh, Campbell, because uh, I would have thought they'd uh, account quite uh, easily last week for Northland, to be perfectly honest, um, but they didn't. They, they really did battle. They had to work uh, the 80-plus minutes uh, to get the job done there. And I, 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 I think you're right off by a plenty at your, at your peril. They're just such a good side, and uh, their playmaker, Caleb Trask, is uh, having a, an outstanding season and uh, seriously unlucky not to be uh, in that all-black 15, I believe. Yeah, that's right. I think he's possibly suffering uh, in that sense uh, because he's heading heading offshore to Japan. Uh, so that may be one of the reasons he's not involved there. But certainly a good footballer can play 10 or 15 equally well. He's a Damien McKenzie type uh, type player or a Stephen Perifetta, if you like. Um, but, you know, he's he's got some X factor outside him as well. I mean, Leroy Carter's come back from the sevens and slotted onto the right wing. Uh, there's not much to him, but, gee, he certainly gives it a, gives it a nudge. Um, and then there's, there's Imoni Narawa, uh, often on the right wing or fullback, real X factor. Um, so they've got pace out wide, but their forward pack is where it, where it starts for the steamers because Kurt Eklund um, is one of the better hookers around, and I was very surprised he didn't make that All Blacks 15. Uh, two very good locks in Manaki Selby Rickett and uh, Justin Sangster. Um, so mm. they've got, you know, there's, um, there's a very good base uh, from Bay Plenty to work on, and, and their coach. Mike Delaney, first-year coach and attacking-minded footballer, has sort of brought that same philosophy uh, to this team. Just uh, getting back to Canterbury, um, eight Cantabrians in that all-black 15, uh, Campbell, eight out of 16 forwards, um, all Cantabrians, which... Uh, and and uh, as you say, a couple of old-timers that uh, aren't even in the mix. That is, uh, that is a... Uh, I mean, this is just a production line that you, you cannot deny, and every year it happens. Yeah, that's right. And uh, one of the latest of the production line is, uh, is Dom Gardner out of uh, out of St. Bede there. He's made the All Blacks 15. I mean, you know, he's a big strapping lad, can play six or five. Um, he's taken his chance uh, really well. But in that loose forward tree, I mean, if you, <laughs> you've got Billy Harmon, uh, you've got Tom Christie, Corey Callow, and... I mean, uh, Reed Princeps hardly featured through injury, but that's, uh, I mean, you, you'd command the loose ball with those three there at any stage, really. And then in the forwards, I mean, you've got Owen Franks, Ollie Jaeger, Tamiti uh, Williams and Finlay Brewis. Uh, so you've got depth there. You can bring on you can bring on um, Super Rugby and international experience. And then you've got Brodie McAllister, who will be on the end of line-out drives to, to score tries, and George Bell, uh, who's the young comer, who's also made this mm. All Blacks 15, the NZ under 20s captain. So, uh, depth, depth to die for uh, with this Canterbury pack. One of the good stories, too, for Canterbury is uh, Tamaiti Williams, who uh, was a beast of a man, but uh, he's changed his regime a wee bit. Yeah, well, look, uh, <laughs> I mean, he was seen as, a, as an impact uh, player, you know, wearing that, uh, that number 17 or 18 jersey, but he started at said prop in the last four games. Um, he's still a he's still a beast of a man, um, and must give opposing tighties a hell of a time because he he can play both sides. Uh, not many not many can these days. Uh, I think off of Tonga Fasi and one or two others around the country. But you know he's a guy. I mean he's he's got the size. Uh, he seems to be performing a lot more 
consistently now. Uh, he's benefiting from the work that Jason Ryan and others put in at the Crusaders early on, and uh, he's, he's definitely um, one on the rise. Uh, Campbell, so for you, uh, obviously Canterbury and who in the final? Well, uh, Wellington's certainly the favourites. It wouldn't surprise me if Auckland actually got up, but uh, I would have to think that um, Canterbury-Wellington final uh, in, in Christchurch. And, I mean, gee, that was... Um, we haven't seen that uh, in a while, I don't think. But Wellington have always uh, have often choked at NPC level, so here's their big chance. If they put it together, they, they could well be in the final and uh, taking on, the, taking on the, 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 uh, the big guns. Right, let's uh, just change sack a wee bit and go to uh, the uh, very important uh, occasion, which is uh, on Sunday afternoon, and that is the Black Ferns against Wales. Now, um, because uh, you guys at Rugby News, you guys and girls, uh, have uh, actually uh, been running a comprehensive guide of the Rugby World Cup, which has been great. Um, what have you got in the issue coming up? Yeah, well, so actually the, um, the Women's Rugby World Cup guide is on, um, is on sale now, so... Um that went to print a few weeks ago, but we've got all the info, uh, all the teams. Uh, we do look uh, closely at Wales and um, and the Black Ferns amongst amongst all the twelve teams, actually. Um, so yeah, we've got um, you know we've got exclusive interviews with Renee Holmes and Wayne Wayne Smith uh, uh, amongst others in that. So all, all the info's in there, and uh, yeah, I will be watching with interest at Waitakere Stadium at three fifteen on Sunday because I think the Black Ferns uh, will be certainly good enough for. To, to beat Wales by by forty or fifty, but there's a couple of other uh, interesting games in, the couple, in uh, two of the other pools, um, which might be worth uh, noting. Notably, uh, France versus England and Italy versus Canada. So two potentially much closer games uh, in in the um, in the women's rugby World Cup this weekend. We're starting to find out a, a wee bit more about uh, some of these black ferns because of the press the likes of yourself and others are, are starting to give them around this World Cup. Um, Ruby Tui seems to be capturing uh, all the headlines uh, around the country for her performances on the park, but she's got this engaging personality that uh, people just want to be part of. Yeah, that's right. Well, one of the interesting things with Ruby, she had she's released a book, of course, and she's done a lot of media um, lately, and um, you sort of wondered whether, you know, uh, would, would she be able to focus in on the task at hand and of course last week uh, she showed that there's, uh, there is substance to her style because she was the best player on the field, uh, I think apart from one dusty pass, I mean she scored two tries, her work rate's huge um, you know, and, th- and this is a player who is absolutely, um, you know walking the walk, uh, as, as well as talking the talk, so, you know she, she jumped in there, um, I, I would have thought Aisha Letienga was the best the best winger uh, from earlier in the season, but Portia Woodman's come back. She scored ten tries in two games, and Ruby Tui uh, looks as though she's making that um, that uh, right wing position her own as well. So the Black Ferns have got some strike power out wide, and uh, Ruby's very much in the centre of that. And that, of course, even now, uh, looking forward to those uh, crucial playoff games is uh, going to depend on. Uh, how well they do up front against the better opposition, uh, Campbell. We're still sort of asking our questions about that. But well, I think, as you say, this weekend we'll, we'll get a, a much better gauge on the strength up front of both England and France. Yeah, well, that's right. So, I mean, Wales have been uh, have gone full-time as well with their players, so they'll be starting to see the effects of that. I mean, they, they struggled to beat Scotland. Uh, they had to uh, have a last-minute penalty goal to win that last week, but Wales are uh, certainly uh, um, would be one of the favourites to reach the 
quarterfinals at least. So, but I, I think in their fort pack, it'll be um, probably more of a test than that type five, um, akin to what England and France may be, may bring. So, yeah, I mean the, the Black Ferns, we haven't seen their team yet, but uh, they will get they will get tested there, um, and uh, which is which is a good thing. So, so I think this this is, could potentially be the um, the strongest uh, opposition they face in the pool. Um, although, of course, they had to, they, they were behind against Australia 17-0 before uh, putting up 41 unanswered points. So um, it'll be a good test um, against Wales. They should they should win comfortably, but yeah, certainly up front they'll be uh, they'll be tested early. Yeah. Okay, uh, Campbell. Thank you very much uh, for that. Incidentally, if you were um, if you weren't in the top 63, in other words. Um, uh, the the All Black uh, touring squad proper or the All Black 15, which is a further 28 players. Um, there's 63 players involved there. Certainly, surely your agent's on the phone, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd think so. Uh, yeah, I mean, gee, I mean, that, that we, to be fair, we still have another Super Rugby um, uh, campaign to go. So, but you would have to think that. Uh, I mean, if they're choosing 33 for the Rugby World Cup next year, if you're not not in that top 63, unless there's a, the odd injury, um, then yeah, you'd be looking closely at your uh, uh, offshore options if you're not going to try and put out a, a you know a tremendous super rugby campaign. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, Campbell, thanks so much for your time this morning uh, looking at uh, those semi-finals in the Rugby Women's yeah, yeah. World Cup. Thank you. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.